Welcome back to Making the Metaverse with me, Michael Carter. Making the Metaverse is presented by OnTheBlockchain.ca, Canada's fastest growing blockchain community. Hey, everybody, welcome to another outstanding, fantastic, wonderful episode of Making the Metaverse with me, Michael Carter, and my fabulous, outstanding, wonderful guest today. I'm so delighted to have Shireen here, who uh, is co-founder of Crypto Witch Club, which if you're not following, you absolutely have to. The content there is fantastic. Um, it's really, really uh, just so impressive. I'm so glad that I've, I found them. Um, they're uh, an inclusive, equitable space for all to learn about everything blockchain tech and Web3, but really their uh, little reels that they put out are so great. You have to check them out. <laughs> so um, welcome to the show, Shireen. Thank you so much for giving up an hour of your day to come and hang out with me. I'm super excited to have you here. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Really looking forward to it. Um, what? Uh, let's start with. Um, do you do you want to uh, give your yourself an intro now? Because maybe my intro, you know, didn't do you justice. Why don't you? Why no, don't you give your intro? <laughs> it was great, but a little bit more about me. Uh, my yeah. background is digital marketing, um, brand, and content. Um, I was working with my current business partner of Crypto Witch Club. Um, doing campaigns for a lot of Web2 clients before we launched Crypto Witch Club. Um, I started investing in crypto in 2017. So when I first got in, there wasn't a lot of supportive communities or environments. So I decided after investing for four or five years, like it was time to kind of create something. Um, so we launched last September. We're just turning a year old and it's been great so far. Wow. 2017. So um. It, are there any bags that you bought in 2017 that you haven't sold? Yeah, for sure. Really? Like I'm definitely a holder. So ETH, wow. I, I was buying ETH under $100 at one point. Wow. Um, so yeah, I mean, it goes to show the, the power of long-term investing, especially wow. if people are just starting out in dollar cost averaging. Like, yeah, I bought ETH all the way down and I bought it all the way back up. So. Wow. Are there any bags that you sold that you wish you hadn't? Ooh. You know what? No, I'm actually really confident about wow. my decision to sell. Oh my gosh. There are some I I um wish I sold, maybe. Yeah. You know? Okay. Um, yeah. but yeah, I've been pretty um regimented with my investing style and you know, really utility focused and do a pretty good about my portfolio. But wow. yeah, there's always one usually that's floating around and kind of served its time. And you know, you're like, oh, there's better options available. Let me yeah. let this go. Sure. Yeah. I, I remember um I have regrets because I exited it in like 2017 or whatever, whenever that was. Um, I try not to think about it too much because I had like a thousand dollars worth of doge that I sold for like. 0. 0.0015 or something like you know enough that I probably could have like I could have like a doge Lamborghini or something if I had just held and I was trading back then and trying to like you know make five percent 
on Doge, like <laughs> thinking like, wow, this is so cool, you know, so exciting. I just made five points. And uh, and then one day it was worth a whole lot more and I didn't have those bags anymore. And <laughs> I know, I think everything is like clearer in retrospect. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah, you yourself yeah. up about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, so you so you started doing Crypto Witch Club just a year ago, you say? Yeah. So cool, because that's when I started on the blockchain.ca. It was just a year ago. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I think it might be like last week or something. I literally was on a phone call with a friend of mine. And on the call, I like bought the, I came up with the idea, bought the domain, like set it all up, like within a couple of minutes. And uh, the rest is history, as they say. And um, it's, it's so cool to, to meet other people that are in that age, because we've seen so much happen in such a short period of time. And it's like, wow, I can't believe like a year ago, I started this thing. And now it's like, this thing that's got like a life of its own. What's that been like for you on your end? It's been really exciting. I think with our background, me and my business partner, you know, we've launched a lot of brands for other people and a mm -hmm. lot of activations for other people. Um, so we have a good pulse on being able to see when something's working or not working, because even when a community is really small, you know, you should have that engagement and you should have that discourse in the back and forth and the talking. And so even when we had like a hundred followers, I remember being really excited because it was really community oriented. Yes. And yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to work. But I mean, it's definitely a challenge where we're bootstrapping. This is our full-time job. Wow. Um, and yeah. And, you know, as much as we're growing and it's great to get published in like time or to be writing for Marie Claire, we've had all these wins. Mm -hmm. You know, there's still that like bootstrapping startup yeah. Yeah. fear all the time where I'm like, oh my God, I have to bring in money. And it's yeah. not hard to do during mm -hmm. a, a bear market because a bear market, you know, I don't stress out so much in my personal portfolio. I'm like, what a great time to build and really yeah. push my investing. But mm -hmm. it's hard to raise money or find sponsors when, yeah. you know, everybody in the industry is laying off people yeah. and having tough times. So that's, that's our current struggle. Um, but it's definitely like exciting. Like I wouldn't take it back. Yeah, I totally hear you. Like I, you know, I started this project not as um, not to make money, um, and I I have don't draw any revenue at this point. I'm still just just doing it. Um, I I did it because I I was I had because I was in the space. I was interested in the space, and I was interested in just putting something out into the world as uh, an alternative uh, to a CV, sort of saying, yeah. like, hey, here's something I can do. Here's, I have some, you know, because like I have all of these, like, so like my, the, you know, the graphic design work, I do all the graphic design work, right? And I know that I'm not a graphic designer and no one's going to hire me as a graphic designer, but I can do it well enough that I can make my own graphic designs, right? And so there are all these little things that I can do and, I, you know, it feels like putting them on a CV maybe doesn't do it. Even when I like, I put on the CV, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I'm the founder of on the blockchain.ca. I'm like, that sucks, man. Like, that's so not impressive. Like, no one can really see that. I wanted people to see the project and see the work. 
and then say like, wow, that guy, like, let's, let's partner with him. Let's bring him on board. Let's, you know, he looks like he can bring something to the table. Um, and, but, you know, more recently I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe there's a chance for me to pivot somehow and turn this into something that is like a, a revenue generating enterprise. And, um, I, you know, the typical things, like you said, are sponsorship. Um, I guess if you can create some courses, so I just decided on the weekend, like, okay, I'll try that. Maybe I'll start, maybe people would like to come and listen to me talk and take a course of some kind on, on the basics of web three. Um, the thing that's really great, as you said, at this time is like, it's a great time to be thinking that way and doing those things because there are a lot of people out there that are in the same place that are, that are, that want to build, which is a nice change from the noisy, like, you know, now when I talk to people, it's like, they're like, Hey, do you want to build something? But in the bull, it's like, Hey, do you want to get on my discord? Hey, do you want to be on my whitelist? Hey, do you want to get in early? Like, <laughs> Yeah. It's a tornado. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's what, funny so, because we yeah. actually talked to another podcaster when we were first coming out a year ago and he was a lawyer and he wanted to get into web three and he did the same thing. He used his podcast hmm. as an opportunity to get attention from some web three lawyers and wow. from his podcast was able to leverage a career doing web three law. Wow. Um, so it works, you know, your, your idea. Yeah. Yeah, I have actually someone uh, just just spoke to a couple of days ago that um, once that that's going to come on the show. Same thing. He's going to be talking about uh, NFTs and and uh, the the legal sphere around that. So um, it's and that's something I tell people like it doesn't matter what what you do, like you can use Web three or some aspect of it to just like refresh your brand to make to to uh, get some attention for 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 you, what you offer. Or you can even like, it's so early that you could just develop like a whole new sector that you provide services to. Yeah. And I think tooling for Web3 communities and Web3 projects is going to be huge. Like mm. right now we're working on dynamic NFTs, which are NFTs that the metadata can be adjusted and the actual image changes. So for example, oh. we're having like yeah. membership cards and as you complete certain educational challenges, you get... Uh you know, a sticker on your membership card or like a punch, you know, kind of like a uh, coffee yes. punch card. And it's funny because there's so many places. I mean, you can use like JetBlue as an example. Mm -hmm. There's so many different reward systems, but how cool would it be to choose this reward system to something blockchain-based and something yes. that could actually be owned? And I'm really excited for Web2 brands kind of exploring this more. And I think the key for Web2 brands that want to do this is like not using the word NFT yeah, and like not using yeah. the word blockchain. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Just being like, these are the reward systems. Like you yeah. own them. Here's how it works. And mm -hmm. you kind of onboard them in a kind of reverse engineer way, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I tell people like, you know, that want consulting, I say like, just give up the idea of thinking of an NFT as something that you're going to buy and try to self profit. Just like get yeah. out of that mindset completely because you you are missing the technology. What you're doing is you're looking at this as an as an asset instead of as a tool. Um, and you're shutting yourself off to all kinds of br brilliant uh, ideas like the ones that, that you just shared. Um, yeah. So uh, and, and, and again, I think that, you know, in, in the bear market that that there's 
it feels like more of the people that I talk to are in that headspace. Like, hey, I got this idea for like delivering content in a different way using NFTs. Uh, hey, I've got an idea for this new platform that we're going to put together. Actually, I have a side project. We can talk about it offline, um, similar to what you were describing. Um, and uh, I just, it just, that's what really excites me, I think, about the space right now and makes me feel really happy that I stuck around and didn't disappear. Yeah. I mean, we all had those moments. I remember in 2018, I had funneled so much of my money into crypto. because <laughs> I, I didn't start like that. I started with like a few thousand dollars, but then I was like, I just, I just kept going. I was very yeah. resolved on the idea, but there was moments in 2018 when I was like down like 85%. And I was right. like, Oh I was God. like, yeah. am I wrong? And I was like, well, if I'm wrong, I've gone too far. Like I yeah. can't pull out now. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. it's too late. And I'm really grateful. Like, I think you have to be a little counterintuitive, Yeah. you know, in the market. It's kind of like the Warren Buffett quote where it's like, you know, be fearful when others are mm -hmm. greedy and greedy when others yeah. are fearful. I feel like that's just like chef's kiss. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I, I see a lot of people put, putting that quote up lately, actually. Um, so the 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 crypto witch club so clearly in the name you're positioning you're using um uh gender in the name which tells me that would is does that is it is it fair to say that you that you decided that you wanted to have a certain audience that you were going to speak to women for example i think our goal was to make it feel inclusive to everyone, but especially okay. women yeah. and okay. marginalized groups. Okay. Um, but we do have, I think like um, between like 15 and 20% of our followers are male. Okay. So we do have a really diverse community. It's mm -hmm. more just like a safe space. And I think yeah. for me, I really wanted to like reclaim that idea of like what a witch is because, uh -huh. you know, it's just kind of something that's been used throughout time. And I'm like, mm -hmm. let's take it and been to something like positive I love the whole idea of like community and like covens and mm -hmm. I just wanted to play off that interesting okay yeah. and was that did that come to you as you were creating the project like do you have like an, an like an ongoing interest that you kind of dovetailed into that it's just kind of like you're just sitting at the table and thinking what could, what's the icon that we can come up with yeah I mean I think we do we have like this joke with our group in Brooklyn like our group of friends we call ourselves the coven so partially stems from that this idea of like female forward community and okay. camaraderie and it kind of stems from that and then I it just kind of fell into place like I wasn't quite sure what the name and then it just kind of came to me and then there was already like crypto which was taken so we added mm. club yeah but I love it. I think the club is necessary because, you know, Web3 is so much about community. Yeah. So it really anchors that whole community aspect. And mm -hmm. I don't know, I just thought it was catchy and it kind of stuck. And originally we were, we were coming up with like these very like witchy-esque, like quote unquote kind of, you know, ideas, maybe a darker profile, but we went in like a really bright color scheme. We made it really like 80s and, you know, pixelated feel to kind of like brighten it up because I feel like all of Web3, everybody's in dark mode and I wanted like bright colors mm. on our feed just to stand out and get people's yeah. attention. Yeah, I, it feels um, like fun for sure. Absolutely. And um, I think it makes it accessible as well in, in that way, you know, like, 
it makes it approachable and it's like attention getting. And I think, um, well, clearly it's working. Like clearly you, you have the public side. Yeah. I think it's about just not like putting forward serious content and not taking it too seriously. Mm -hmm. Like you can explain web three in so many different ways. Like I've seen accounts explain it like the NBA and, you know, all these yeah. different metaphors that work for all these different audiences. So we're like, let's just make it fun and light because yeah. there's so much like drab downer content in the world, even in the web three world, we're like, let's focus on the facts and really just highlight that make it simple and bright and go from there. And, mm-hmm. and it worked. We weren't even super like we do a lot of like pop culture memes and stuff, which we didn't start with so much actually, but people had such a good response to them. We added more and more. So even that whole pop culture element wasn't a hundred percent decided from the beginning. Um, Mm -hmm. I think when you're building and especially when you're building in the web three community or teaching about web three, I think you have to be very lean with how you do it. So to us, it's all about putting out a few pieces of content or writing things a few different ways and then seeing how people react we take what works and we get rid of what doesn't and then we just rinse and repeat and keep doing that and I think that's just part of building a brand probably if they didn't like the name or the name didn't catch on or resonate with people we probably would have changed that even yeah 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 it's um it's it's amazing how much work it is to to create content (laughs) yeah you know so many people they they see accounts that uh, have great content and and they want to you know do the same thing. But I tell people like being an influencer is not easy. Like it's a it's a yeah. lot of work to, yeah, to create that content, especially when it's educational content mm, and you have the responsibility yeah. to your community to get it right. And not only to get it right, but to be super transparent and not leave anything in the abyss. Yeah, there's times yeah. I've had to go back and clarify things or I, there's times, you know, where I had to be like, oh, you know, as a new user, I didn't even think of this. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's yeah. definitely a, a full-time job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is actually, you know, I had someone, a few people now have come to me and they're like, you know, we'd like to work with you. So if you could get your team and us together and, you know, if you got someone on your team and I'm like, you see someone that I don't see because uh, it's just me. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we get like people are like, "Do you want to sponsor this event?" And I'm like, "No, do you want to sponsor us?" Like, <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, you know, I think we've spent maybe three thousand dollars on this business so far. Like, yeah. we're like very bootstrapped, and you yeah. know, and we've just been working on being able to pay ourselves the first year. And yeah, um. Yeah, it's just as you know, the the first year and year two are just you know, step by step, clawing up the cliff and yeah, yeah, absolutely. And 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 then things start to change, right? Like you get like some buzz, and it's like, oh wow, you know, you see yourself out there in the space, and it's like, wow, like this is kind of cool. Like you kind of, you know, you kind of created this world, um, and you're co-creating in this really wild west kind of um space uh i think it's so much fun really i tell people like just you know throw your hat in and and hang out because it's just such a great place to be um what uh so you so you've talked a lot about education and educating the audience um what's the what's the purpose 
for the education for you? Like, what are you hoping people can do with the education that they get from what they learn from you? I'm hoping they can make um, in, like intelligent decisions for themselves. I'm a okay. big believer of doing your own research. So for me, you know, one of the major ways people lose money in the world of Web3 is phishing scams. Yeah. I'm like, okay, like I can definitely educate people. We can teach people like how to be cautious with your email. Like it mm. looks from like it's from OpenSea, it might not be. Mm. And like how to recognize a fake account because we've had accounts posing as us that have like taken money from people and people have sent them money or passwords. Oh, and, man. you know, so educating against that. For, for me, I think creating Crypto Witch Club was a personal thing though. And what I personally get out of that is I think because we did so much agency work and we had such a wide variety of clients from like Kenneth Cole to like the first 3D printed dress to hospitality brands in New York. I never really had like a project that, you know, even if you were passionate about a client's project, which, you know, you have to be to take them on. It's not the same as having your own. And I think for me, I, I didn't really have a place mm. where my interests or my skill set fit right. But once I realized, like, I think I saw like a ridiculous tweet that was just a horrible explanation of uh, blockchain. And, you know, I think I'd seen a lot of things just calling it like a Ponzi scheme and this or that. So I was kind of also like, let me defend my space, you know, teach people there's more to it than what you might see on major media where you just see the scams, you just see the bad things, you just see the exchanges that collapse. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. a lot of people don't know what Ethereum does or how it works, but they know Terra Luna collapsed because they saw mm-hmm. it. Right. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. So for me, I was like, I feel really confident in the space. I, you know, I'd been in four years where I started and I was like, let me see if I can just shift this narrative and also carve out a place for myself where I can do something more beneficial than just launching a campaign for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been nice to feel like personally fulfilled, you know, quote unquote. Um, it's definitely like brings a new energy to going to work every day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, I, I, I like that what you, what you were saying about having that sort of personal connection to the work that you, that you're that you're creating. You know, it's like. Uh, there's, there's in some ways uh, a bit of uh, alienation, I think, that comes when doing work for others. You know, it's like, it's it's your work and it's your product and you can be proud and you can enjoy it. But there's something different when it's like, you know, this is like my thing that I'm that I'm creating. Um, totally. I really, I really enjoy that. Um, and, and also like, I feel like it also has an impact on the way that, I built that I experienced community around that project. Um, what's it What's it been like for you? Like, like, do, are you? Um, do you feel like you you've built a community through this project, or do you feel like you're just kind of out there putting content out, and you see like the metrics and the reports and the and the whatnot? Like, do do you feel like there's like um that I like that what you said about the coven, you know, do you, do you feel like that's something that's taking place also through this uh, uh, platform that you've created? Yeah. And actually that was definitely a more recent 
exploration because it was always our goal from the beginning to have it be a community. Mm. Um, but I was very, I don't like the Discord UX. Like I just don't like the yeah. experience in Discord. I didn't want to go on the whole, like how to stay safe on Discord mm-hmm. content, you know, making machine. And yeah. um, for, people kept asking us for Discord. So we had a community home and it just wasn't the right fit. So eventually we actually found a similar um, chat platform called Geneva. And we used that for a community instead. But I waited nine months till after launching before we launched the community aspect and if you want to check it out it's actually um the link at the top of our twitter okay yeah i remember Um, i've seen that i think i've seen that link i don't think i've visited yet but i that sounds familiar to me yeah yeah but i love it it's there's no bots it's bot free which is a huge thing for us Uh um and you know the people who have come on are so amazing like we're talking to one community member now about you know, helping us with the tech of our upcoming NFT project. Like there's so many like well-informed, smart people in it. And I love watching everybody interact with each other, invite everybody to each other's events, you know, share what they're working on. And it was really fulfilling to see that community aspect part come into place because, you know, I, I got to the point where I was like, gosh, I think we'll have to launch on Discord. But then when I found an alternative that also had Web3 support and like token gating and something, yep. um, I was sold. Because you can't build a Web3 community on Slack. It's right. kind of, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, backwards. And it's tricky because our community is not all Web3. Our community is people who are transitioning from Web2 to Web3. Mm-hmm. So it's it's we're kind of walking them through this journey with our like on baby steps we're all kind of doing this together so right now they might read our blog articles on medium but soon once they're more immersed in web3 they'll be reading our articles on mirror which is decentralized content publishing and you know those articles will be more in depth and you know for the people who have a higher um level of education in the space right yeah um yeah, that uh, there's a there's a feeling I get often of like a shepherding people in that like there's this like this great migration that's taking place, you know. And and the interesting thing is that it's actually not a big jump really for the end user. Like, it, and one of the things that I've noticed, for example, is like so I'm really big in spatial right now. I'm building a lot of spatial, I should say I'm customizing a lot of spatial environments because I don't actually build them. Um, but you know, I I when I try to articulate with words to people like why they what is this? What you know, what do you do there? Why, how could it be useful? Um, it it seems like, like such mental gymnastics for people, but then anybody like within one second of appearing in spatial, once they're in, they're like, oh, this is so great. This is so amazing. And then the lights start going on and they're like, oh, I could, oh, I could do this. And and they get creative. And and it just seems like, it's like, like so easy, you know, um, just to, uh, to give them that exposure and that experience. It seems like it just makes it so much simpler, uh, uh, so much um, more accessible, just getting them in there. Yeah, and I think it's also so key to like meet people where they are, like some people who are musicians or really interested in music or emerging musicians, like they're going to be interested in NFT, 
music. Yeah. You know what I mean? And people releasing albums as NFTs and the artists having ownership. Yeah. People who are into community and building or investing or even nonprofits, they're going to be aligned with DAOs that, you know, match mm -hmm. up with what they're doing. So yeah. when I meet somebody, a lot of times they're like, I don't know where to start. And it's yeah. like, well, pick one thing. Are you interested in the financial aspect and DeFi and what you can do with mm -hmm. decentralized finance? Are you interested in community building? And, you know, are you interested in art, music, design? uh real estate you know digital yeah. real estate and things huh. like that like maybe you're over here in the metaverse and and building nfts ar like there's so many different ways for people to kind of like fall into web3 i feel like you just have to find the right door for everyone yeah yeah absolutely yeah for sure um so what um what do you uh what are you excited about like right now in the space? Are there any like recent developments or headlines you've seen or or new um, new product releases? Like what what do you what do you what's got you excited for the near term in web? Um, I'm excited about seeing web two companies kind of employ web three tech or start web mm. web three programs where it's not being done as a PR stunt because it can be a great PR, you know, opportunity. Right. But something yeah. like the Starbucks rewards program they just launched, I think is really smart. And, you know, it's really aligned. The way they positioned the messaging was really aligned with what I believe in, which is like not calling NFTs, NFTs. It's right. such a yeah. trigger word. Let's, yeah. let's cancel that. I think that's really exciting. And, you know, a lot of what we're trying to do is help Web2 brands as well as consumers make that transition. So we're kind of working out like, well, how do we speak to brands through content? How do we kind of take them on this journey as well, even showing a possibility? Um, so the more Web2 brands I see get invested, the more excited I am. Also, I think a huge thing for Web3 is going to be um, when the hardware is on the phone. So uh -huh. once we have fully integrated Web3 phones, there's um, an Android phone with Solana, that they're working on um, integrating um, actual hardware wallets into the phones. Mm -hmm. um, same with another company in Polygon. So I think that's going to be huge for adoption when phones start being native to Web3. People are yeah. going to adjust. And like, I don't know, I'm sure like Apple is like five to 10 years out from this, but like, I want my iPhone to have my wallet on it too. Like, I want to be able right. to store things on there. Like if my phone could also be my ledger device, I mean, how yeah. cool. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I studied, uh, I did research on payment systems for when I was in the PhD program. And um, there's, a, there's a whole gamut of obstacles that, that play in there between standards and uh, cultural adoption and uh, the political forces that are at play. Um, but uh, it feels like to me, I don't know, it feels to me like recently there's some really big institutional pressure that's coming to play on Web3. Like it feels like the big players in our society, the big institutions are, are showing up and saying, oh, we're doing this, we're, we're going in. And so I, I hopefully that will um, speed along, uh, speed along adoption in our society because I think um, there's a lot of good 
that uh, is is going to social good that's going to come from uh, introducing uh, Web three, integrating Web three technologies more and more and more into our into our regular into our regular lives, whether it's business, whether it's social interaction, um, whether it's government relations, um, or uh, or otherwise. Um, yeah. And I think on a balancing note, I think it's so important where as much as we need these web two big brands, big companies, the big money and the big tech to come in, it's also a balancing act of where is it useful and where is it helpful in terms of adoption? And then mm -hmm. how do we make sure that it's not all these venture capitalists that yeah. web three yeah. pieces? Like how do yeah. we make sure it's still is beneficial and rewarding the consumer and rewarding, mm. you know, yeah. the quote unquote average Joe. Yeah. Even if big brands are coming, it should still be with community and the consumer. Yeah, I totally. I, um, so it's a fine I, line. Uh, yeah, it is a fine line. I, um, yeah, it is like, I, uh, so there's this, uh, really cool group called the raw Dow and they're doing this really great job of, bringing in and featuring communities in the web three space. Um, and they stream this podcast on Fridays. And, uh, so people will come into their spatial gallery and, and listen to the podcast that sometimes the guest, uh, I'll have the, the, the guests come on the show is uh, come in and visit as well and say a few words. Um, but they're doing this with like all kinds of communities in web three, um, which is, uh, which is really fantastic. And, um, one of the things that I'm really excited about is interoperability. One of the reasons why I'm I'm bullish on spatial and their partnership with Ready Player Me. Um, and I, uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, Tommy Hilfiger released their Parallels project. Right, so you can buy the digital piece, the digital sweater from Tommy Hilfiger, and you also get the physical sweater as well. So you can be matchy. Between. I love it. Yeah. So. Um, I, I was like super excited because I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like this is, you know, because I'm, I'm thinking about all of the future possibilities of web three adoption. So anyhow, so I, I got a free Tommy Hilfiger outfit and, um, uh, so I put it on my avatar and, and I show up to this event and I, and I walk in and I'm like, hi, oh, I'm like kind of mixed here because like on the one hand, it's like so super exciting to see that Tommy Hilfiger is doing this. Um, but then on the other hand, like this is like a super grassroots community that's that's helping other grassroots communities and like a lot of like digital fashion designers that are just like starting in the space. And, you know, I was like, oh, there's this tension between like, you know, it's, you know, I think exactly what you said, like that tension between like, we don't want to crush and kill the creative spirit of the community as it is um, by uh, embracing too much the, the big players in the space. Yeah, it's like, how do we create that balance? And I think it's something where, you know, we'll all have to figure it out together. But, yeah. you know, I think there's pros and cons to everything. And to me, it's, it's still exciting seeing that come in, you know, as long as we, you know, maintain the end goal, which is, you know, the impact and community and kind of benefiting the consumer. Like if you look at something like Brave Browser and how mm -hmm. people are getting rewarded yeah. for their attention online, the attention they pay to ads, I, I think that could really rewrite how we're served Instagram ads or Facebook ads. Right, yeah. Point, these 
these Web2 companies will need to compete with these Web3 companies mm -hmm. um, for market yeah. share. So I'm, ex I'm interested to see what's going to happen. I think it's going to be like dot com crash all over again. You know what I mean? I think yeah. we're going to have that whole booming crash. Like, it's like what was it? Like pets.com. Like everything was a dot com. Oh like I remember gosh, going yes. to the mall as a kid and it was yes. like hogshop.com. Yeah. I think we're going to see that all with blockchain. And then it's going to be like, well, what actually has utility and legs to stand? Yep. And then what is just riding on the hype and not actually benefiting people? Okay, let's yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah i see that like I, I forget who it was like i i was a little bit a little bit cynical around like i think it was the super bowl and, and some like big burger chain was like hey we've got a restaurant in the in the metaverse and i was like oh that's really cool but and then but also like what is the point of that like how is that like yeah. what's the use what's the use case for that like um uh, i don't like is this just like a attention grabber you know which is fine. I yeah. mean, hey, that's what businesses do. That's what they have to do. But yeah, I agree. Um, so, so what are your, um, what have you seen out there, or, or what are you interested in in terms of like, like a more philanthropy focused kind of energy around Web three? Because I keep, you know, um, I keep telling people I have some, I have some background in philanthropy, and uh, I've been screaming at people for a year now, like. You know, if you have a fundraising arm in your in your charity or your nonprofit, you should be making friends with people in Web three because there's all this money that just appeared and it, and it's changing hands, but it's still this like giant pool of money that is looking for something to do. Um, and uh, I think that there's a lot of opportunity to direct some of that towards social social causes. Um, have you, have, what are your thoughts on, on, on that at this time? I think impact that a really important pillar for especially NFT projects, yeah. all like major NFT projects, you, you'll see they'll either, whether it's a grant program to support hmm. fellow artists or fellow, fellow musicians, yeah. or they're supporting women in the arts or women in yeah. web three or whatever their, um, pillar is definitely a lot of impact happening. And NFTs, which is great because you have that ongoing stream of revenue because of royalty yeah. um, control, which is um, one way. And then I've seen, I've, I've literally seen everything. I think there's so many people trying to figure this out right now. How do yeah. we create impact in the space? Like yeah. one of the most interesting projects I saw recently was this group of women who were taking conservation land, assigning it to NFTs. Um, and or assigning it as NFTs and then um, selling it. So you could actually buy that NFT and own that conserved land. So they wow. were actually able to get the funding yeah, that's for so cool. the preservation and conservation of this wow, land. That's so great. Every, yeah. So every time somebody's like, you can't hold an NFT, I'm like, it can be anything. Like you can, can, yeah. you, you can tie it to physical things, you know, yeah. or just like your, your Tommy, yeah. key, you know, yeah. it can be. It can represent different things. So I thought that was really cool. The idea that you could, you know, fund land conservation and preservation, um, especially for marginalized groups through the use of NFTs. Yeah. Um, that, that was kind of cool. And it was yeah. on Fallow as well, which is a carbon 
um, neutral blockchain. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. You, know, you yeah. love to see it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, so, um, what, uh, what, uh, are you looking for like collabs and partnerships? Like, what do you, what do you see for your, for crypto witch club in the next little while? Like, is there, are you like, oh man, if we could just like connect with this, this in this person in this industry or this brand or this partnership, like, are you, are you thinking like that at, at all? Yeah, I think with our, our brand branding and digital marketing background, like we're really looking to work with brands to create like educational activations, you know, to work with their audience or help them create educational content for um, their communities and like a, a white label type fashion. Um, so right now, yeah, we're just looking for brands to partner, brands who either have a really amazing product or tool that can help people getting into Web3 and people getting into Web3 should know about, or brands that, you know, are trying to figure out either for themselves or for their community, how they're transitioning there um, and need some help. Okay, cool. Um, and also, uh, it just strikes me that um, I've, I've been seeing all of these um, great uh, gatherings that you are putting together, like fantastic. Um, can you can you talk a little bit about those? Yeah, we just we've been doing a lot of Twitter Spaces digital events, but we just mm. finished our second um, real life event. Yes. Um, so funny to have to describe everything as like IRL. Uh, so like, yeah. Distinguish it, but we did um, a Web three trivia night. Mastercard was kind enough to give us the space. We partnered Fantastic. with her house. Um, her house is a group of like female builders and developers in Web three, basically women who are just building big things. Um, so it was kind of the perfect thing because trivia is such a good um, ice breaking yeah. tool. So it was really great to just see everybody kind of connect and meet each other. Um, we like uh, did like Coinbase gift cards for the prizes. So people got to like take some ETH home for those who won. Um, so it was great. And it, it's it's exciting to collaborate with other people in the space. There are so many great Web3 communities like based in and around New York City. Yeah, there is. So yeah. It's, it's nice when your mission aligns because we're all about education and onboarding. And with our last event, our partner, Her House is all about great, you're onboarded, but now you're building something. Like, where do we go next? So yeah, I just yeah. feel like it's so natural and yeah. we're big believers in collaboration over competition, so. Oh, nice. That's yeah. such, a, such a refreshing attitude and perspective to have, um, you know, and, and it feels like there's more, it feels like that's the vibe a lot more in the Web3 space right now, Back circling back to where we started in our conversation around like, you know, it, it's like, instead of, you know, yeah, trying to compete for like people to come to your discord or like, you know, trying to compete for people to get on your whitelist. Like it feels like there's a lot more like, Hey, I'm doing this and I could really use someone that could do this other thing. Are you that person? Would you like to partner? Would you like to like work together on, on, on creating this bigger vision? Um, it's just, uh, it's so enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, we've had people we reached out to where we're like, we love your brand, we love to work with that. And they're like, we don't have the funds, but like, how can we like amplify mm. you? And like, yeah. how can we work together? So we've had like amazing partnerships where people are just so supportive and they're like, how can we help get your voice out there? What can we talk about? Like, and that's been really great to see. I mean, I 
I re- I'm not like a salesperson or a networker. It's definitely not my skill set. I'm okay. very much like a behind the scenes person. Um, even like the reels were like, it was like pulling tooth and nail to get me to do them. Oh like, my God, they're so to- epic though. They're so good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Like I, I love they're them now. so good. Like, <laughs> And now I'm used to it, but like my business partner had to sit me down. Like I didn't want to show my face on Crypto yeah. Witch Club. But yeah. you know, that's what happens when you're used to being in the background for yeah. a while. You have to step mm. out and do uncomfortable things. And I was so nervous to do it, but the people we've met in Web3 have just been like, just like a different energy, I think, with everybody. It's this new level. Everybody's excited. They want to meet everybody. They want to build together. And yeah. it's so refreshing Yeah, um, coming from like a more corporate world. You know, yeah. it feels really yeah. nice. Uh, it's so great. I'm so glad you did because the stuff you put out is, is just makes my day. It's so enjoyable. Um, I, uh, what, um, would, do you have anything that you like anything you're excited that you want to plug or talk about before we wrap up? Yeah, we have our membership NFTs coming out next uh, month. So it's the it's a crypto witch club card. So essentially, um, everybody in our community who's been working on the project with us will be dropped a free card. So cool. anybody who's interested in kind of sharing their input or giving feedback can join our Geneva community. It's at the top of our Twitter at Crypto okay. Witch Club. And um, as people uh, complete different educational challenges and quizzes and trivia online, they'll get dropped stickers and reward points to show kind of how far they've come in their lesson and how, you know, wow. deep into Web3 they're going. So we're and, trying to wow. gamify education um, on a budget. Wow. <laughs> so. And, and is the, does the Geneva platform, does it have the infrastructure for that other stuff that you're talking about? Yeah, it's really exciting. So Geneva has like token gating and stuff. So once somebody yep. holds their NFTs, um, we can grant them access to all our rooms for holders. Okay. Um, we can do, we're not going to be doing the quizzes themselves on Geneva. We'll be doing them through our website. Okay. Um, but it's great because Geneva has the Web3 functionality now to actually have those token gated communities and to host those events and to actually okay. have our town halls. So fantastic. And this is happening like next, next month. Yeah. Fantastic. So October will be good. And actually, I think it's kind of cool. I'll be launching around Halloween. And I'm like, that's oh, perfect. Epic. It's witchy. That's so epic. Okay. Yeah. Well, we should definitely, I'll help you get some some attention for that for sure. We, we'll, we'll talk after the show. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that for sure. That's a good vibe. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Anything else before we wrap, before we say goodbye? No, this is great. This is such a fun oh, chat. This and is so I mean, great. I'm excited to see like where we're going to both be in a year. Oh my gosh. We should totally. Yeah. Next Halloween, we can, we can check in and be like, wow. Remember like back then? Yeah. Year two. (laughs) Year two. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Shireen, it's been an absolute delight and pleasure. I can't thank you enough for setting aside an hour. Really? Like I just, when you said yes, I was like, oh my God, she said, yes. It's so cool. So thanks for coming on and and uh, being so generous with uh, with your time. Really appreciate it, and um, all the best of luck to you. And uh, look forward to talking to you about uh, setting up some some promoting for the other things you got going on. I hope you have yes. a fantastic day. Thanks so much. This was great. Okay, we'll see you soon. Bye bye. <laughs>